And welcome everyone to our latest NCAA Social Series, episode 31. I'm Andy Katz. Pleased to be joined by three outstanding student athletes who have actually all uh, completed the, I would say, the, the normal part of their eligibility. We'll get to Alex. He's still got another year of eligibility left here momentarily. But for the most part, they've gone through the college system in grad school or in the public sector or private sector, uh, starting to get on with their lives. But they've got a lot to say on a student athlete pledge and where student athletes are at this moment. And we've got each uh, level of division one, two, and three represented here. We've got Colby Pepper, who played soccer at Covenant College, Alex Shiloh, uh, who played football and still will play football at Texas A&M Commerce, and Vidika Anan, who played women's tennis at Wagner. Uh, so I want to first update everyone where you guys are at in your lives and what, you know, how uh, COVID and the pandemic obviously upended you. Um, I will start with you, but where are you right now and where are you uh, in your life? Thank you so much for having us here, Andy. Um, I'm currently home in India, New Delhi, India. Um, I graduated, like you said, from Wagner College, women's tennis player. And I'm now working at UC San Diego Athletics in Scholar Athlete Development or Student Athlete Development. And when do you hope to be back in the States? Hopefully in the spring. Well, yeah, we all hope that, obviously. All right, uh, Colby, why don't you tell me where you are now and, and what your plans are? Yeah, so I graduated from Covenant College um, this past May with a degree in sport administration. And now I'm currently in Athens, Ohio working on my MBA, Master's of Sports Admin degree from Ohio University. So hoping to get into the sports world. And thank you so much for this time today, Mr. Katz. And Alex? Yeah, thanks, Sandy. Appreciate everyone uh, for the opportunity. Uh, still at Texas A&M Commerce. I graduated with my Bachelor of Science back in 2019. Um, and so working on my MBA right now, coming back from my redshirt senior year next year, COVID kind of put a stump in that here in 2020. But and I got some big things to do in 21 for our football team. So planning on coming back, uh, playing as a graduate student again um, for AM Commerce. So excited to be here. Um, excited to continue to move through COVID and hopefully we can see the brighter end of the tunnel uh, here soon. All right. So I want to get to obviously what this last seven months has been like for all of you in, in a moment. But first, um, I'm going to read the pledge. And I want you guys to sort of pick apart, you know, this different parts and, and how you hope that it can be applied. Uh, because we've got such a wide swath of student athletes across all divisions, various sports, all ethnicities. Um, and, and, and so, you know, this applies to different people in different ways, but we obviously want to be united. So it says, and there are uh, eight points, uh, and this is the National SAAC Unity Pledge. I am an NCAA student athlete, and I pledge to be a champion of unity on my team, on my campus, and in my community. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to actually stop each time, and we're going to go through each one. So let's stop right there with number one. And uh, Vidika, what does that number one mean to you? I think it's, it's more of an identity. We all resonate with the fact that we are an NCAA student athlete. So that opening line is um, sharing our identity with other student athletes. And it also speaks to that unity piece where we're sort of connecting with other student athletes and the fact that you know, this is a student athlete to student athlete pledge and conversation. So that uh, first line is very impactful in that sense. How about you, uh, Colby? 
I, th I think a part that jumps out to me is the phrase champion of unity. I think as student athletes, we all strive to be champions. We all strive, whether it's an individual competition or at the end of the season, um, being that champion. So I think being a champion of unity is something that all student athletes can do, regardless of where they come from, their background or what, where they're at in their life. Um, I think it's something that was really impactful to me. Alex? Yeah, I think, you know, kind of uh, Vidika touched on it at the beginning. You know, I'm an NCAA student athlete that kind of brings us all together, connects us. And that's what we wanted to do with this pledge is really have a connection across all divisions, across all sports, all states uh, in the NCAA for all student athletes. And so what that means is we're all going to stand together uh, for unity because that's one thing uh, that we can do that are going to make us stronger together, no matter what's going on in each of our lives. So we all can resonate with being an NCAA student athlete and choosing unity. All right. Number two. I pledge to stand against all forces of division and separation. I pledge to embrace differences and strive for inclusion and collaboration. I will go around the room here, Kobe, Alex, and Vidika. Go ahead, Kobe. Yeah, so I, th I think this line is, is awesome is we have tangible ways of um, working for um, diversity and inclusion. And especially next week, we have our diversity and inclusion social media um, campaign. That's something that we're all working on. Um, each of our divisional SAC groups, and it's just a way to um, kind of put that into action right there. Yeah, so really just starting to uh, enhance that diversity piece and bring that in of what we really want to do with this pledge and knowing that there's a lot of different factors that's going to come out of this piece when we're talking about unity on things that people are going through, uh, but starting to start off with where we're going to stand against and where we're going to strive for because there are things that we all need to stand up against and before each other and stand together because that's going to be what's going to help us out and be stronger through all circumstances that are really facing each student athlete. Yeah, awesome points um, already. But what I'll say is that, um, you know, the goal is to address the issue. The issue is the racial unrest that is going on in the country right now. And the goal was to address that and sort of put that forward in our first line so that our student athletes know, you know, this is something that, um, you know, we stand, stand with all of our student athletes and we stand for uh, racial equality. And the other piece to that is the action item. So we talk, we start with what we stand against and then what we strive for. So we're sort of indicating what, what we want to do. And that sort of speaks to the action piece. All right. Number three, I pledge to stand against racism, picking up on your point, hate and discrimination. I pledge to strive for love, care, and forgiveness. Um, I want to go back to you, Vidika, uh, in terms of words versus actions. This sounds great. I don't see how you could be against that. You should be for it, obviously, as a human being regardless of where you're from, but how do the words become action? So I think this unity pledge is step one to that action piece, um, reaching out to student athletes and encouraging them to be empathetic to other people, to show love and kindness is, speaks towards our goal towards creating a positive change and actually making that action happen. So this unity pledge in itself is, is our first step. Alex? Yeah, she hit on that uh, very well. And, and the other piece to it is, you know, we want that action piece of being kind and being loving to others. We also got to forgive. We want to see change. We got to be open to seeing change happen. 
and we got to believe in change. And so really knowing that if we're going to strive for this and be for this, we got to know that we got to forgive the people that weren't there before because we want to see them change. We don't want that to keep going. We don't all want to stand up against something and leave people out. We want people to come to the other side. We want them to come stand with us uh, and strive for what we believe in. Your turn, Kobe. I think Alex and Vidika hit on it very well. But um, one thing I want to add is how we're acting on and off the field. How are we showing love and showing support um, while we're competing? I know that's it's an easy place, and um, people mention that oh, my, my actions got the best of me, my my emotions, and I, I just lost it on the field. And, and making sure that we're taking steps to um, not let those circumstances occur on the field and then off the field as well, um, in our communities, um, being leaders inside and outside the classroom as well. I'm gonna go right back to you, Kobe, here at number four. I pledge to stand against silence, deceit, obscurity. I pledge to strive for dialogue, truth, and understanding. Yeah, so I think that's a big thing that occurred this summer. There was a lot of, a lot of conversations that we had with our SAC groups and it's kind of where the pledge originated. A lot of tough conversations we need to have, a lot of work done with um, the diversity inclusion um, sector of the NCAA and having those different kinds of conversations and really getting to know um, where the people come from and um, making sure that we discuss those and we don't kind of hide those or put them to the side. Alex? Yeah, I think the big piece right there is uh, standing against silence. You know, a lot of people say they don't want to get involved in different things, but, you know, you standing by and watching bad things happening is you not, you know, looking for change, looking for growth. You're just allowing for bad things to continue to happen in our society. And so we want to stand against that. We want to put people in those conversations where you got to talk about it. You got to bring truth to light, and we have to be able to make change by bringing that to light and talking about it. People really don't like to do that. It makes some people uncomfortable, but I think we're at a time in our society and we've been there for a while where, you know, we can't go away from it. We got to run straight to it and we got to hit it head on uh, to see the positivity come out of this because if we continue just to be silent and let things go, um, to be deceitful, uh, we're going to see, you know, hate and division continue and continue across our country and the world. And so we really uh, want to encourage people to take this step and to really stand against that. Yeah, I think the main focus of that uh, piece is dialogue. And that speaks to the um, student-athlete voice and the fact that the student-athlete voice is stronger than ever right now. So we um, want to encourage student-athletes to speak up, um, reach out, and basically not stay silent. So I think that's a really good point right there. All right, I'm going to go to you now, uh, Alex, for number five. I pledge to stand against fear and doubt. I pledge to strive for trust and belief in one another. Exactly. So what we're doing with that state, with that line right there is, you know, we got to be encouraging for, uh, for change. We have to believe that it's going to happen. We can't say, man, these are just the old ways. Like nothing's going to change. I'm trying. No one's really budging. People are going to stay in the ways that they were taught from where they were young. And we got to believe that uh, fear and doubt will not win. We got to believe that, you know, we can accomplish what we want to accomplish uh, with this unity pledge. We got to believe people are going to change. And so I think that's the biggest thing where we're kind of hitting on those pieces is really knowing that, you know, if we encourage unity, people are going to start having the conversations if we give more opportunities for it. People are going to start believing that we have the numbers of people that are standing up against it. People are got to start coming out the shadows, you know, people standing by, being silent, letting bad things just happen. We have to have people rise up and stand together for the circumstances that are really impacting our country. And it's an important part 
uh, with our student athlete voice to use our platform uh, to be able to push that forward. Toby? I think Alex kind of hit it right on. And um, what was mentioned earlier is there's a lot of student athletes, over 400,000. Uh, there's a lot. So um, making that, building that community of um, student athletes and um, coming together, united as one, and having those conversations, being involved, and um, not letting um, those fears get in our way is something that is very critical in this pledge. Yeah, I think that uh, those two lines just, I think, resonate with every student athlete in the sense that um, those are four words that we that come in your mind while you're on the field, on the court. Fear, doubt, trust, and belief in each other. Um, overcoming that fear and doubt to actually win or accomplish whatever goal you have as a student athlete, as a team. Um, those two lines really resonate with every student athlete, whether it is um, in relation to unity and everything that we are standing for with this pledge or otherwise just as um, athletes. So really, that's my favorite one. <laughs> All right, um, I'm gonna go right back uh, to you, Colby, for this one at number six. I pledge to stand against complacency and stagnancy. I pledge to strive for change and growth. Yeah, I think that's a big, big action line. As some people have mentioned earlier, making sure that we don't just kind of let this, these conversations and this time go by the wayside. But as student athletes, we are being those leaders. We are um, taking that action and um, having the conversations and engaging in dialogue and figuring out what we can do as leaders in our communities, on our campuses, to go out and be the change um, and, and make that difference. Jump it out. Yeah, and I think, you know, a big reason why we kind of put that in complacency and stagnancy, we're, we're seeing the heightened of all kinds of issues during this year. It's an election year, right? Uh, as Americans, we can see things are heightened, things are in the news more. And so we, what we want to see is continuous change, continuous growth. We don't want this to stop. We don't want people just to get comfortable. Oh, you know, we've done a lot. Uh, we've, we've stood up against things. There's been protests within March. Uh, that's enough. You know, we got to keep the conversation going. We got to keep bringing these issues to light because that's where we're gonna see change. Things aren't gonna change uh, overnight. When we release this pledge, it's not gonna be changed right when everyone puts their eyes on it. It's gonna take people uh, for take the call to action and actually do some actionable steps to really implement change uh, in their areas in the community. It's gonna be on every single one of us, uh, wherever we are, you know, be where your feet are is what I've always been told, uh, to take this and to run with it and really implement change in the community. Yeah, Alex made a great point about action in our community. And another piece to that is growth uh, as our as a person as a, as yourself like self development and self growth this is an opportunity where you know we're all stuck in our homes we we're in a situation that we've never been in before this is an opportunity to make the most of that situation whether that is spending time with your family um taking care of your mental and physical health learning a new passion anything that might be this is an opportunity to develop and grow as people and as uh, citizens of this country or world in itself. All right, Alex, uh, number seven, I commit to supporting my fellow student athletes in all circumstances that impact them. I commit to both choosing unity personally and encouraging it for all. Yeah, really with this one, we want to be inclusive. We know that there are different circumstances that impact every student athlete, uh, depending uh, you know, on who you are and who your identity 
uh, what you identify as, uh, different things you have going on in your life, where you come from, what you look like. There's different things uh, that impact uh, our student athletes. You know, whether you're an international student athlete, everyone has different struggles. And so we're using this piece to say, hey, no matter what your circumstance is, I don't care what's going on, if it's racial injustice, uh, if it's, you know, identity injustice, you know, sexual orientation, wherever it may be, we're going to stand with you. You know, we want to use this piece to say, it's not just about this one issue. This is important. This is kind of what's spearheading this uh, initiative. But we know there's a lot of issues that our student athletes go through um, every year through their life. And because we are people, you know, we saw that COVID uh, took away our, um, our sport identity. Everyone was kind of out of sports for what, six to eight months uh, or still out of sports now. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, when that next day came, when they made those decisions back in March, we were still here on this earth. We were still walking around, breathing, talking in society. And, you know, we know that there's different things that affect them than just being a student athlete. And we want to stand uh, up for those things that affect all of our student athletes. Colby? I'm going to I'm gonna build off of Alex's comment because I think he, he hit it um, spot on. It, it's finding everything um, that could potentially disrupt a student athlete and that their experience and being there, being stepping beside them, being that brother or sister and um, coming alongside them and help, helping them out in any way we can. Because just as many of our sports are our team sports, um, we have to come next to one another and help each other um, succeed. We can't do it alone. And, and so I think that's just an awesome part of being a part of the NCAA and having so many other student athletes from all different walks of life and backgrounds and being able to support them and come together um, as one. Yeah, um, I think this piece really speaks to us as student athlete leaders. Um, we stand with our fellow student athletes as leaders on our campus, um, conference and at the national level, we want to reach out to our student athletes and let them know that there are other student athletes out there that are working towards improving or bettering the student athlete experience. We're here to support you and help you in any way possible. Um, and rest, Colby and Alex pretty much hit on everything else, so I won't uh, repeat myself, but this is just a way of saying as leaders, we're here to support you. And of course, number eight, which I'll take, is I pledge these things because we are stronger together, hashtag united as one. So in theory, these are all wonderful, we want all buy-in from everybody, but that doesn't always happen. Vadik, you know, you're a tennis player, and I think about, you know, anytime I went to my son's USDA matches, uh, I mean, he's still, you know, still going through that, there's always that, like, that pledge that's on the wall anytime you play a tournament, and you got to sign the pledge uh, a lot of times to, before you can play in a tournament. You're agreeing to the way you're going to behave on the court. Um, and I, I can't, you know, all the years I've been covering college athletics, a lot of times you'd see like a don't bet on it poster in the athletic training room and things like that. How much do we need complete buy-in at all levels to see this pledge for everyone to see? Because this isn't just about the student athletes. You need everyone else involved in athletics to see it, to know that's the way you think to have buy-in. Vadika. Absolutely. You hit it right on point. And speaking from that tennis experience, you know, I come from a country where college athletics is virtually just non-existent. So for me to come to the United States and be a part of a team, be a part of a community and learn the idea of unity, even though I play an individual sport, really helped me understand that. So it is essentially everyone um, buying into this and everyone being 
together and involved in this. And I think people are more willing to do that given the current circumstances. So I think this is the perfect time for us to, um, you know, launch this pledge or say this pledge to our student athletes. Um, it's the right time. And it's, it's, I think more than we know, student athletes are ready to be together and to buy into this pledge. Yeah, so Colby and Alex, I mean, look, we need buy-in at the highest level. Um, obviously, the three of you did not play at the major money sports at, you know, the Power Five. And I don't want to disparage those athletes because there's plenty of great individuals, uh, the majority of which, you know, would be buying into this. I hope they all buy into this. But, you know, a lot, some of them have pro aspirations and they may be not thinking as much about the student athletes. I think that's in the past. I think what we saw from March on is an empowerment of student athletes, regardless of how long they're gonna be on this campus, these respective campuses, they want change now, whether or not it actually literally affects them or will affect someone else. And I can actually see that with the three of you because your eligibility, everyone except for Alex is all over and you still wanna affect change. But if you can, Colby and Alex, take me to that other level of division one and how hopefully you are that those athletes that you know, will we'll buy into this as much as the three of you are selling it. Yeah, I'll kind of uh, hit on it first. And I uh, kind of want to shout out our other colleagues, uh, Ethan Good and uh, Bradley Keller, uh, Chair of Division One and Division Three Sacks, for really uh, helping us with this. You know, Andy, this is a conversation that uh, we all had. You know, we, we knew that, hey, uh, you know, I know I come from a small division. I know kind of we have 120,000 student athletes in my market of, you know, to market out for student athletes is a little bit smaller than that higher level. They got more eyes on them, you know, more in the millions. And so we were very strategic with this. We were saying, how can we get this pledge and get this mark um, marketed to, to everyone? And so what we saw, and I want to shout out the student athletes at the highest level, we saw a lot of the Power 5 student athletes take that stance early, like you said, back in March throughout the summer. Uh, they started implementing their own uh, pledges, their own marks, their own strategies to combat what was going on in their area. So I want to applaud them for doing that. You know, this is just a continuation of that. We want to empower the student athletes that haven't took that stance just yet. We want to continue to support the student athletes that already took that stance. And we want to continue to just keep growing uh, this racial injustice push, this unity push um, that we see across the entire uh, landscape of the NCAA. And we've seen, you know, athletes with pro aspirations continue to uh, stand, stand out uh, and stand up for things that are right. And, you know, who knows what it is. Sometimes it's controversial. People want to stand up for this, draft stock, depending where you're going. We've seen all that. You know, we've seen all that. That's just the reality of it. Uh, but we've seen people still make it a point. I think Vadika uh, touched on it right now. It's a great time for people to stand up and a great time to affect change and growth, given the circumstances that are going on in our country in this world. Yeah, and to piggyback off of Alex, I think our leaders, uh, we have leaders um, at our Division Three and Division Two, and the lower level Division Ones as, as well. Our student athletes are um, well known in their communities and lead on and off the field in their classrooms, um, in their communities as well. And, and they've been getting to work on some of this stuff. And um, I think, especially at the Division One and the Power Five levels, they have a little more of a, a spotlight on them. They have a little more of a um, that background already but I think um, our lower levels are also doing an, an awesome job in having these conversations and um, something I'm looking forward to um, seeing um, Mr. Katz you kind of mentioned this and um, just that pledge and a wall I, I hope to walk into Barnes Gym at Covenant College and see a big pledge in the wall and see some signatures I also hope to watch March Madness next month and, and see different um, those marks on their jerseys and the players having those and 
big shout out again to Ethan Good and the Division One SAC team for um, getting that mark together. But that's something we're hoping to um, push out as well and to have student athletes be able to um, have that symbol. And I think symbols are, are big in getting the word out and starting those conversa conversations. And um, especially as leaders in the community, I think we can seek those out and have those conversations with um, others and um, our communities and society as well. Now expand on that. What do you hope to see? Are you talking about on a uniform or what exactly? Yes, so we're hoping to see those um, on uniforms and we're hoping to get those out um, as, as soon as possible to, to have that mark and for um, different student athletes to um, like different teams to have those and for that to be another um, conversation piece um, just on their jerseys. And, and you know, Alex and Vidika, I mean, those kind of things, you're exactly right, because if it's a visual, then they're forced to be talked about when the game is televised. Um, I mean, that happens all the time, whether it's an autism pin to talk about autism pledges that happens every year during college basketball season that gets discussed uh, when coaches coach without uh, shoes or socks uh, for Samaritan's feet that happens and that's discussed. So all those kind of actions obviously matter because then they get talked about and then you reach a wider audience. I just want to go circle back to one other point related to this as we wrap up is that we're in a new era, whether it's because of COVID, uh, because of, you know, systemic racism and social injustice that for whatever reason, a lot of mainstream America is now waking up to, which has been there for centuries, not just decades. But it feels to me that we are, you know, it's like you're, when you feel you're part of history that the student athletes are empowered now they have the power that coaches, whether they would like to or not, cannot hold anyone back. If you want to say what you want to say, you know, obviously there are guardrails within reason. You have the power to do so. And so if you want to have a pledge, you know, in decades past, there might be a coach that might be thinking like a different era and say, no, 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 no. You pledge what I say, not what you say. Um, and not that there should be no rules, but it feels like there's a difference now. And if you could just all speak to the difference that you feel have felt, uh, from COVID to what has happened uh, in terms of social injustice in the last six to seven months. And I'll start with you, Vadika, and then we'll, we'll end with Kobe going to Alex in the middle. Yeah, it's like watching from the outside, to be very honest. You know, four years ago, four or five years ago, I came to the United States very, like, lost and didn't really understand much about the culture or anything else. Um, but I did see something very stark when I first came to the U.S., and that was individualization. There was a sense of um, disparity among people and coming from a society which is very family oriented, that was something that was very different to me. I feel like that has changed the last six months. I feel, of course, it's not perfect. It's not a perfect situation um, and that's very hard to get, but I see people being more inclusive, empathetic, kind, um, and Honestly, we can only hope for more and more of that. So it's a positive change that we've seen, and I'm really happy to see that. I can't, I can't wait to be back in the United States again, to be honest. Yeah, I think Vadika hit on the great. And, you know, one thing I'll say, Andy, is, you know, probably go, going to school and living in New York is probably different from going to school and living in Texas, right? Pretty obvious there. But one thing that's the same across, I think, you know, our culture as Americans is that things move like this, lightning speed. Everyone's kind of worried about, kind of what they got going on. And that's what we have with sport. You know, everyone, we're focused on our sport. We got to 
We're trying to win that championship. We're trying to get to March Madness. We're trying to get to the playoffs. We're trying to do those different things where we got to focus time on that. And so I think, you know, COVID uh, has been a horrible thing, obviously, right? But I think it slowed us down as a country. It slowed us down and really opened our eyes to let us have time to focus on issues that were going on in our country. Like, as you said, systemic racism has been around for centuries, not decades. And I think it was really time uh, in this new decade of 2020 to really look at the issues that we had going on, you know, and maybe it took a pandemic for us to actually sit down and look at it. And I think that's what, why we've seen a lot of our student athletes, you know, feel empowered. They've got to see what's going on the issues and they stood up and said, you know, I don't care what coach might say. I don't care what the media might say. I'm going to stand up because this is right. And I'm going to stand up for what is right. And what right is right and wrong is wrong. And I think the student athletes are seeing that and they're not afraid. And, you know, I want to applaud the bravery uh, of our student athletes and the leadership. You know, we're seeing leaders, not even if you're involved in SAC or, on your campus, we've seen just, you know, student athletes feel empowered and to stand up for what they feel is important. Yeah, I think the empowerment is a huge piece to this and how student athletes feel um, that they're ready to speak out on these topics and they feel um, that they're, they're given that platform, they have it, and they're going to go out and do what they can to better their society, better their, their community and, and love on others and have that those kind of relationships. I think another part that I wanted to, to hit on was how professional sports this summer have helped um, our student athletes as well. I think seeing seeing athletes um, that have a little more of a following than some of us um, and seeing how they use their platform um, has been huge, whether that's um, what they're saying before the game, what they're doing during or after the game, and how they're able to use their platform to encourage those around us. Obviously, I might not have a, a platform like an NBA basketball player, but I still have a platform of my community. Um, when I was at Covenant College, I still have those people that were looking up to me and the people around me. So I think just kind of finding where um, you can make that impact and doing your best to um, leave that impact on your community and um, better where you're coming from. Well, I'll tell you the words of the late great Congressman and civil rights icon, John Lewis, they always ring true to me, good trouble. And uh, you know, this shouldn't be trouble, but it is good trouble uh, to raise awareness to all these issues. I'm so impressed by the three of you. The future is bright. The fact that you all want to continue to contribute uh, to the NCAA, to student athletes, even though you easily could go on to the next chapter in your lives. Uh, Vidika, stay safe. We hope that you're back here soon. Uh, Colby, uh, you know, good luck in your new endeavors there in Ohio. And Alex, obviously you got another year to play at Texas A&M Commerce. Uh, hopefully that will come uh, soon enough and we will be able to move forward as we get into 2021. Appreciate all of you. As always, you can go to ncaa.org slash social series. All our social series are archived right there. This is episode 31. We'll talk to you next week. Stay safe, everyone.